Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to She Podcast, episode 290. I cannot believe we are almost at 300. I can believe it, and yet I can't believe it, because although it still feels new, it also feels like I've been doing this show my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) I am Jessica Kupferman. Uh, With me, as always, my beautiful co-host, Elsie Escobar, who finally took a shower. Yes! So excited. We will talk about it. And our producer, John Jamingo. Who hasn't taken a shower yet, but plans on it later on today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Elsie was out without power since yeah. Friday, right? Yes, it a powerless really... Halloween. No, no, not since Friday, since t- Thursday morning. Wow. Um, we lost our power right around eight a.m. somewhere around that time. I was set to record uh, the feed with Rob at nine a.m. So, and I knew that there was no way that I could record on Friday, and so I was like, "We are doing a double ender." And we were able to do it very well, actually. I'm still edit- at the time of this recording. I'm still editing the episode, but um, it, it came out pretty decently. So we discussed how to record when your co-host has no power. <laughs> right. So Elsie was going to call. I was going to call Elsie and call her on my roadcast. Well, on my phone, and then Bluetooth it into the roadcaster Pro. And then she was going to record her audio. Jess was going to record her audio. I was going to record my audio. So in the beginning, for Jess and, and Elsie and I, it would sound horrible because you have that phone quality. But then when we sync everything up and get the audio recorded, it sounds like we're in the same room. Yep. But we didn't have to because when did the power come back on? It came on last night. Nice. So, yeah, it just – uh- then and then it was very exciting, and I was actually worried because the infrastructure for the internet also runs on the electric, right, and on the actual power. And so power went out for like four miles down, like it was crazy. The everything was out, everything was out, and of course everything came back before our little house. <laughs> so I was like, we kept going. we were getting so excited every time we would come back home from town. Like on Friday, we had to go into town. Saturday, we had to go into town. We were just thinking, like, okay, this time it's going to be on. It's going to be on. And no, we had Hurrah. to come into an empty house, dark. It sucked. That's sad. That's a sad. It was sad, sad feeling. But we had some wonderful things Ooh. happen. Let me tell you some of the wonderful things that happened. Okay. The girls. The girls being together, the girls playing together, the girls dancing outside. Uh, they did they did amazing. They just were I was in I really wasn't I was kind of was like just sitting back going, "Oh my gosh, look at them." They were so great. And because they didn't have their devices in their faces all the time. And they had like this, they had to let go. And so when they let go, knowing that there's no way they could have their stuff, they figured out to do other things, you know, playing games and so many wonderful things. It's, it made me a little bit sad. I was like, wow, they're really into their devices. Quick question. I remember. Did that make you sad? It kind of did. Yes. Yes, John. You were. Gonna I was going to say, say I, I remember a couple episodes or a few episodes a while back that you made a decree that you were buying a generator. I did buy the generator. Is, was it working? And I, I used it. We did use it. So 
The first day we did not use it because every because we were hoping <laughs> power would come back. So now we know it actually is able to function for two and a half gallons for 19 hours. And what we were doing is we were just pl- like, we finally, we plugged in all of our devices then. So they actually could have their devices. They could have used them, but they actually didn't do it. Like we, uh, they ha- they went for like a day and a half with no charging. So they couldn't charge their stuff. And and then afterwards we did, we were able to charge all the stuff. I was able to heat hot water, my toaster, like stuff like that. We just weren't able to plug in the refrigerator. Okay. We would need to do like two chain. Like we, I would have needed to buy another one for it to power the refrigerator. So did you well. lose all your food? This was also a really good thing. We were supposed to go shopping very soon. Like we, so essentially I ran, I had already kind of ran out of food. <laughs> Everything that was left in the refrigerator could really kind of go bad because it wasn't really, there wasn't really anything in there that was left. Okay. Um, so that was really good. And everything else that I had in there didn't really go bad. Like I had some vegetable soup that I had pureed, just like just plain old vegetables. We had some of that. I had some of that. It lasted pretty well. So I didn't, we didn't really have anything that could go too bad in there. Who knew? Why is your face looking scared, Jessica? Because sometimes the Vimeo when we're doing our show yeah sometimes the Vimeo still says that it's muted but it somehow becomes unmuted okay and then you're talking to me one second apart from you talking to me oh and then you're going and then you have that and I'm really like scary I face. don't I just don't know which conversation to follow first of all because it's all coming at me once it's like two it's like twin Elsie's sort of like hammering me at one time. And it's frightening because I don't know where it's coming from because it says it's not coming from Vimeo. Oh, sorry. So all I hear is, oh, it's just crazy. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I heard everything you said twice. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's like that it would be, I couldn't. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have Vimeo and the live stream and StreamYard. Those are three yeah, separate places. Right. I have it up in three places, but yeah, that's I didn't lot. know which two were talking to me. So I had to X out of everything but this one because I know this is the one that, you know, we need. But you also were looking really, really like afraid when I was talking about my vegetable soup not going bad. And then you had this like <laughs> look in your face with your mouth slightly open like. I can't believe she's eating that soup. I can't I believe she's eating that. And I was like, is it really that bad that I had vegetable soup that didn't go bad and that I drank? How do you know? First of all, you don't know that it didn't go bad. Yeah. I was curious what was going to happen with all that food because that's a lot of days without refrigeration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we, again, we had a lot of, um, like I said, all the fresh food we had essentially ran out of. So you were on your way to a Whole Foods shop anyway, or you needed to go anyway? Yes, we needed, but we still haven't shopped because the last time we were in town, we didn't have power. So I wasn't right. going to buy anything. Right. Although I did buy a lot of like ramen noodles and like canned food and things that the girls can have that are is easily done with hot water because we could heat up the water. And then mm-hmm. we also got the little burnt, those little propane stove thingies. So anything I could heat up in there or, so we had enough. Like we had, it was it, fine. I made a macaroni and cheese. Look at you. So that was easy. Yeah, yeah. neat. So all those things. Neato, Skeeto. 
Needle speed? Yes, yes. So uh, I'm going to talk about that in my Q&A. So those of you who are not part of the super squad, um, I'm going to be talking about how to optimize your podcasting equipment or podcasting processes to be able to record and function regardless of whether or not you have power. I'm sure nobody else has taught this class. No one usually has Nobody to. else would need to. But <laughs> no, I mean I I mean it is an important Right. I mean, especially with the winter coming up, I think it's an important lesson to learn. Yeah. And also, I mean, also how to optimize when you don't have like the computer. Like you always we always have our, our way of working. And one of the things that has really helped me to really be able to continue to work in the posi- in the places that I've worked this for years now is that I'm not bound to one way of doing things. And usually if I find an app that does not have an, um, you know, a a piece of software that only has like desktop functionality or only has iPhone or iPad functionality and doesn't sync across, that's an immediate no. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me how great the app is. It doesn't matter to me how awesome the functionality is because it needs to be able to work in all of these different places. If not, it's like... Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. For me, it's because I really need to look busy and important so that I don't have to talk to people. And if it doesn't sync from iPhone to iPad to my computer, then, you know, what kind of work can I get done? Nothing. That was a joke. Yeah, because you're, well, you're constantly moving around a lot too. And I also like to really process information differently. Like I usually process my email on my iPhone or on my iPad. I respond and engage with email on my computer. So those are two separate things. Process as in delete, save for later. Yeah, like I just will open up the email and like swipe, 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 swipe. That's not important. That's not important. That's not important scan to all the things that I really need to deal with. And then when I do have to respond to certain emails, when I come into my desktop, the stuff that I need to deal with is right up front. So I'm like, okay, it's right here. It's right here. It's right here. And that way I get off of all of the other emails that are totally not important at all. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Elsie's email process program. (laughs) There you go. We've added a new course in the super squad right there. There we go. That That is it. Process, process, process. But anyway, how about this, John? Let's go ahead and get started with some audio feedback for episode 289. Hi, Jess and Elsie. This is Cece Denno from the Sincerely Yours podcast. And I have feedback from Friday's episode about why Quibi failed and whether you should have strings attached on a million dollars or not. And I agree with both Elsie and Jess. I think it's a very complicated issue and that it's difficult when there's such large sums of money involved, but You really have to have the right people in place making those decisions on how to spend the money. I imagine if Pat Flynn was handed a billion and a half dollars, he would know exactly who to send it to and the right people that would be able to cultivate a community and be able to spend it in the right way that is necessary to create something amazing. 
at the same time, you can't be sending out the money willy-nilly, which I have a feeling Quibi did, that they paid for premium content, but did not implement a strategy on to grow the platform or to really cultivate an audience around these shows. So that's where I lie. I see a little bit of Jess's perspective and a little bit of Elsie's perspective. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> she was very balanced. Talk about she like straddle like, on the fence. We love you both. <laughs> I mean, we didn't mean to be so polarizing. <laughs> if um, it's just you know, a mommy, sprinkle, mommy and daddy and fight sometimes, and, and it's okay. It doesn't mean we're getting divorced. Sweet and sour. Those two flavors mix really nicely. I thought that was nice. I mean, we, it's very nice. She's right. I mean, it would be great to have the right people in place. I don't know if Pat Flynn would know what to do with a billion. I actually do believe he does. And I think that this, here's the thing, Jess. It's like, you have to understand that we have people that will help support us. And then that's, that's where I feel that that's, that's the most important thing. Starting to build relationships and mentors and people who can really help you that have expertise or can guide you to the right person when this happens, right? It's not like we have to reinvent the wheel in a, a lot of the time. It's like, okay, so here's this, and then now you're going to talk to somebody who can help you how to, you know, design an operating systems that really align with your vision right. or your way of working. Uh, or the other way around, like having a CFO who has done this for this type of company that's looking to be this type of a thing, they can help you do that. Now, something I found out after we finished recording yeah. um, for Quibi was that the reason people – and this is from an, another podcast. I, 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 I believe this is from Upgrade. Please don't quote me on this because I listen to so many podcasts sometimes I, I often forget. But there was a conversation in there – where there was a little bit of insight in terms of the the investors that stepped into Quibi were essentially did that because Jeffrey Katzenberg, is that his name? Jeffrey Katzenberg, the Disney dude? so, yes. Yeah. So he was like the person that was talking Quibi up. He's the one that was like pushing this forward. And so what ended up happening is particularly with those entertainment folks, when you have somebody that is that, that has such a solid... Um, you know, that has had such winners in the past that people were willing to overlook some parts that they might not have if it wouldn't have been, you know, Jeffrey at the helm. And so it was one of those things where he's the one that got a lot of that money to step into, into that conversation. Mind you, even from the beginning, though, they stated that it was because of the pandemic, which is why they failed. But it really, most of the tech folks were like, this isn't going to last very long. <laughs> Before the pandemic, you know, it was like, yeah. eh, they didn't even want to discuss it. Aww. So, yeah. Because it was like, yeah, not interesting. But alas, but that was not the only piece of feedback, Jessica Kufferman. We actually had another one that I saw that really filled my heart. And this one was on Twitter. And this is from Kelly. And she is from the Fit. Fit Fizz with two Z's podcast. And she said, Elsie, I'm listening to your latest episode and tearing up over here about how passionate you are about giving the change, uh, giving to change the way it's typically done. 
you are about giving to change the way – anyway. You're amazing. Much respect. Okay. Thank you, Kelly. I really did not do a very good it's job so of reading nice. that tweet. You know, we also just to go back to Cecilia for a minute in case anyone was curious. She said if she had a thousand dollars, she would hire an assistant to contact yes, other shows to be a that's guest right. or contact potential guests because that's the one thing she feels like is too time consuming, but critical for gaining new exposure. So that's actually a quite an interesting use of a thousand dollars, not one I would have thought of. So I just thought that was valuable. Um, and I thought that tweet was very valuable, even though, you know, it was just praise for you. That's fine. <laughs> It was a, it was, I hear you, sister. I hear you yes. kind of thing. That's, you know, I know. and I, I get just, that. And I'm not sometimes, yeah, I get wound up and it's, yes. You I, know, just because Elsie cries doesn't mean you need to comfort her. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Have I, have I, I think I've already had this conversation somewhere. I cried all the time. It's been, it's like my MO. But anyway. And just because um, I don't cry doesn't mean you shouldn't comfort me. Try crying That's now, right. Jess. Just kidding. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, honestly, I'm just kidding. She, I know I she did get all she did get all weepy about her family, I get very, which is nice. Very emotional about stuff. Like I can feel like I'm like I'm not going to talk about that because I'm going to cry. Like I and I started to feel that, and I'm like, no, I can get through this without crying. No, I can't. <laughs> so it, it just like <laughs> it just happens all the time. But I mean, but I had Thank similar you. expectations that with money from my. I mean, my father paid for everything when I was broke, and like he hasn't asked me for. A, I mean. Anytime my dad has given me money, and he gave me a lot of it between the ages of like 25 and 30, because I couldn't pay my, I mean, you know, I got divorced thinking I could pay my bills, and I was like, so wrong, I could not. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I mean, I wouldn't say it was with strings, but anytime he let me anything, he would just go, just put me in a nice nursing home when I'm too old to change my own diapers. Could you just put me somewhere nice, where then a nice lady will change my diapers? Doesn't have to be you. That's a and good I was thing. Like, it's a good deal, I think. It's still strings, but it's a good deal. But what have we learned? We have What we've learned here is that if you're going to praise Elsie, you also have to praise Jessica. No, you don't. Because no, you if don't. not, she, Jessica gets our very, audience very knows upset. I don't care about that. I'm the first person to <gasps> I don't know. applaud for Elsie and hide in the background. I don't care if she's Sounds in the- Sounds like you do. I don't care if everyone loves her <laughs> and everyone hates me. I'm fine with it. I'm actually fine with it. Like I said- Praise for one, praise for both. No, or not at all. We're not twins, and we're not siblings, and it's fine. We're not twins. I was oh joking. God. I think if she cries, feel free to comfort her. She's clearly a weaker party in this conversation. <laughs> now you're attacking Elsie because you didn't get any praise. I said weaker, weaker, as in you have weak. You're weak. Uh, we know what you're talking about. We know what you're doing over I'm here. I'm saying I'm a weeper. I've changed the language a little. Oh, bit. I see. It's because you didn't like my joke about you being weak. It's actually the opposite. It's ridiculous to call her weak. Everyone knows that. All I'm saying, I'm a weeper. I will. uh, Yes, that is good. But alas, (laughs) I cry. I cry through through all the hard aches and I build things. It's nice. One of us has to have feelings. It may as well be you. I'm certainly not going to have any anytime soon. So she can just pick them up for both of us. Oh, my God. One time Elsie and I were talking, this is just a side note. One time we were talking about, you know, having feelings and I was just like, (laughs) so funny because I was just like, you know, I don't know why people don't just compartmentalize their feelings. Like I just take all the things that bother me and make me upset and I like hand it over to a little gnome next to me and then that guy's got to deal with it and I don't have to deal with it. I just go, here, you know what? I'm irritated about this. You handle it and then I don't have to handle it. And she was like, you know you're not supposed to do that, right? 
And I was like, what do you mean? I thought I was like self-preservation. She, I said, I thought I was self-preservation. She's like, no, you're not supposed to. You have to feel the feelings. You're not supposed to give them to a gnome. Because you really so, don't. And the next thing you know, the, the lid blows off and you're yeah. a mess. Yeah. She was like, no. she was like, you've got to start feeling the things. And I was like, all right, I'll try. Oh, my God. I'm yeah, like the opposite. You should just be part of our family that just cries all. You'll be like, oh, my God, again. Yeah. We are such the feelers. But alas, let's keep moving forward. We have another piece of feedback. Um, and this one uh, was very interesting. So yes. this is uh, from e- e- from our email. Hi, Elsie and Jess. Probably more an Elsie question, mainly because it has to do with a difference between the public RSS feed versus the dedicated RSS feed that pipes into Amazon Music. Episode 288 is missing from the Amazon Music Destination version of the show. Recent episodes, recent episodes go from 286, 287, no 288, and now 289 is also available. Yay. Hold on. Please let me finish. Episode, so is there a specific reason why episode 288 isn't available on Amazon Music? Thanks for your insight. I made this discovery because I was selfishly curious if my feedback about new segments made it onto the show, and it did. How fun. You're absolutely right. Getting mentioned really makes Fans feel like a part of the show. Best wishes to you all, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. I did respond. I CC everything, so you should have seen my response as well. I I responded that um, the reason that was is because I was using the Libsyn 5 beta, so the, the, the latest preview of the new Libsyn 5 interface, and I published the episode via that portal the Lipson 5 portal. And they had not updated or, or have not updated the latest two destinations, which are Player FM from Lipson and Amazon Music from Lipson. So therefore it didn't go out. So I went out and I talked to Crystal real quick and I was like, is that really just a matter of me going back into the Lipson interface and publishing it now to these other places? She's like, yep, just do that. And I was like, okay. So then I did. And I responded back to her and she was like, oh, good to know. I totally understand. So it's, it was a very specific <laughs> reason for that happening. But I was re- I would not have known, Vanessa, I would not have known if you wouldn't have sent that message back. So now I also know if I do want to continue to use that interface, I have to make sure I also go back to the other one and unle- until they update the Lipson 5 interface there so that it publishes out to Amazon Music. So there. God, that 288 episode was a – I mean, th- that's the one we had. We lost the episode. Then it's we crazy. recorded it again. Yeah. 288. It's 288. cursed. It's yeah. cursed. It's a, but Halloween, now, a Halloween cursed episode. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. But now we have uh, the new Lipson 5 interface, a little bit of news. The news you can use. For the informed podcaster, podcasting news. I'm just going to put a link in the show notes for those of you all who maybe want to see it because it's actually such a lovely um, upgrade of the whole interface. There's a lot of you who use Lipson as your podcast host, or maybe you don't use Lipson because you thought it was uh, it had a, a totally dated and ugly looking UI 
now's the time for you to sign up for the Lips and Beta. I'll have a link in the show notes, and I'll also have a link to a 10-minute video that Crystal created where she walks you through the entire lips and interface in the back end, the new, the new upcoming one at some point. So please, there's no set release date of this. It's still in working progress. And it is, we are, um, actually have an entire beta community around this. So if you ever wanted to co-create a podcast hosting platform, this is the time to do it. Hello. That sounds exciting. That sounds super important when you say it like that. See that? It's the framing. It is the okay. framing. But see, the other thing that made me really super happy, Jess, is I don't know if you've checked out our show, but She Podcasts is in Audible. Get out. Yes, we are there. It's How amazing. did we get there? We got there. We got there. Because Amazon Music, obviously... It was Amazon Music and Audible released at once, right? But the uh, the Amazon Music destination was implemented and released first. The Audible portion of it and the support for podcasts in Audible was delayed by, I would say, about three to four weeks even. Mm -hmm. But now it's there. So there are, I believe, like 100,000. 100,000 podcasts in Audible. Wow. uh, that's yeah, unbelievable. and we are we are part of Team Audible right now. I'm kind of excited by this. Toot, toot, tootly toot. It's like pretty it. exciting. Do you ever go into Audible at all, Jess? I mean, Never. do you really yes. actually listen to anything? Actually, I do, and here's why. Because I was accidentally subscribed, and I didn't know, for quite a long time. Say seven or eight months. And then all of a sudden, I went in there because there was a book that I couldn't find on Scribd which is a cool app that gives you all kinds of like self-help stuff for free if you pay $10 a month. And I went there and I had like 12 credits and I was like, oh, all right. So I bought some books um, that I have, I've listened to some of each book um, because, so like, this is it's not off topic, but like it, 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 I've, I've been reading about productivity a lot and how to, you know, build a second brain which i've been trying to use notion for like just one place to hold all the things that you can't uh that you need to remember but can't like the link to that place that shows you that cool thing that facebook does or whatever so you can put it all in one place in notion and um i'm in this i get this newsletter about like all these productivity dudes and one of them said he interviewed a guy who does something called surgical reading he reads 12 books at once And the way that he says he does it is that he goes to the index and figures out the exact thing he needs to know. And then he like surgically removes it from the book, a.k.a. just learns about the part he wants to know. And I was like, I've been reading books like that for years. It's just called ADHD, I think. Like, I don't (laughs) like, why is that a surgical removing? Why is he a productivity genius? Every time I do that, I feel like a guilty shit because I'm like, I can't even read a whole fucking book. Like, what's wrong with me? But I have read books that way. I have gone like Huga is a perfect example, like the little book of Huga. So I can figure out about Danish coziness. I didn't read every story he put in there about Danish people. I was just like candles. Check. Blankies. (laughs) Check. Fire. Check. Food. Check. We're done here. Book read. Oh, my God, Jessica. So I don't know. So. So the point is, with I kind of do that with Audible. I sort of, I mean, unless it's a, I mean, you read f- fiction, 
Yes, I read fiction. When, if I were to be reading fiction, I don't do that. And actually, one time I was on a road trip with Nate, and he and I shared a series together on Audible. It was pretty funny. It was like Kate McKinnon, and um, I forget who else, and she was a queen, an evil queen. It was very funny. I cannot remember the name of it. Um, but for the most part, I just am reading. I like bi- biographies told to me by the person, because I, yeah, yeah. I find it amusing to have like Amy Schubert tell me about her childhood. Um Things like that. I don't know. I don't read it nearly as much as I should. That's for sure. But I, I mean, I have kind of the same. Not, I don't do surgical whatever you just said. <laughs> it's so but stupid I, to um, call it that. It just means yeah. reading the part you need is all it right. is. I actually, uh, the, 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 the way that I use Audible is I use, I used to actually buy a lot more in Audible before I found Libby and Overdrive, which are the library components yeah. of it, because the majority of the books that I was reading were, um, I don't want to be disparaging, but they were generally something to just occupy my brain. Yeah. And I liked mysteries Fluff. and I like like real fun novels Fluff. that were, that were not meaningful. They yeah. were just entertaining, you know? And I was, I was spending way too much money on these because I was never going to read them again. Right. Yeah, it was like, right. it's one time. It was right. done. It was right. done. And so I found Libby and now Libby is for that. I just wait for the things and they come in and I don't have to feel guilt over over that because I just, if I don't like a book, I just return it, you know? Mm-hmm. But in um, an Audible, I do all of my nonfiction purchases. So that's where I buy the stuff because I do need to reference it back. I do kind of want to have it there for if I really need to reread it again, or if I want to make sure that, oh, I remember that, or I need to pick something up. Mind you, I have at least 10 non-read books in there. I start to read them, and then they're just there. <laughs> okay. So you're like I just him. can't finish. I can't finish. But see, it's different It's different with fiction, because you, you have to be... I mean, I, I realize that it's fluff, but I can't think while someone's telling me a story i don't know how people do that i don't know how you walk around with stuff in your ears i mean you were saying the same thing three seconds apart from saying the same thing and i could not function i couldn't (laughs) function like how do you how do you listen to something while your kids are like mom 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 i need you to come over here mom can you do this and then in elsie's ears she's like and then the storm was very dark (laughs) like how how does your brain do well, that? Listen, yes, they've gotten much better. Mind you, that was my escape. It was me going like, yes, baby, and not hearing anything they were saying. I would just go, uh-huh, and I would just not even connect. Right. So and there's that you, aspect right. of Now it. you know why they have a half-built pool in their backyard. <laughs> she just let them dig a hole not knowing what they were doing out there. I'm just kidding. I'm but alas, I mean, but, but listen, I do. I engage in the world when I'm listening to stories and – People have conversations. I'm I'm super cool with it. But the reason that I have the Audible ones inside of Audible is because a lot of those books actually have things that I have to either really retain or write notes on or they're meaningful in a larger way. Mm-hmm. And I can't – I don't have time to do that. Like I'll start to listen to it and then I'm like, I can't, I can't be doing anything but listening to this book. Like I can't do anything but read this book. Everything yeah. – I can't – and so in that respect, owning it is better because when I get it from the library, I have to return it. And it's like, it's not finished. I want to finish it, but I have to return the book. With this, it's always available for me. Yeah. 
But anyway, Anywho's talking up, going back to podcast though, Could the we? reason that I like this as a big thing, y'all, is that a lot, obviously, this is a lot of audience that may or may not be podcast listeners. A lot of Audible people are podcast listeners for sure. But there may or may not be, but they certainly are listeners. They certainly know how to listen to books. They understand the concept of chapter marks. They understand that, you know, chapters moving from chapter to chapter. They understand how to use the app. They are already in the app. A lot of people who listen to books are power listeners. Like they're, they're in the app a lot. So they're going to be looking at your content in there a lot more than somebody like Luminary who just came in and it's a completely other ecosystem that has nothing to do with anybody's existing life. Mm -hmm. And I think Audible is a great solution because if you have some in there and you're a big like book reader, why not have podcast in there? Especially if you have no desire or you don't really have a really strong sense of of uh, uh, app affinity. You know how I'm like a big Castro proponent, like nobody can take me away from Castro. But there's yeah. a few people who are like, whatever, I just use the podcast app. <laughs> then use Audible. Listen in Audible. So, I'm I mean, so one of our um, live listeners yeah. is wondering what the trick is to discovering us in Audible. How do we, how does she find this? You, I had to find, um, I had to actually search for my name. So I would search for Elsie Escobar because I had a hard time too, Jess. Truth be told, I, I searched for She Podcasts and I, I got like all so many podcasts that had she and had podcasts in it, but not together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say search for either my, my name. You'll get a re- you'll get three re- three results because I did two books for Kate Stillman, and then she podcast comes up. So you'll have the two books that I read and that. So I'm search for Elsie Escobar. Yeah. I mean, we could. I, I didn't search for your name because I am vain like that. Because why would you? Because you know. <laughs> but both the feed and that did it. Yeah. Oh yay! See, isn't that great? I love it. I love it. But yeah, it is a problem because obviously it didn't come out if you just did that. But it was really cool. I really, I really appreciated that. So yay, yay, yay! Yeah. All right, All right Jessica Kufferman. Add we picked some podcasts of the year. And we just want to congratulate every company that's ever created a podcast along with every network that is being paid billions of dollars to exist. Yeah. Ta-da. Congratulations. Ta-da. Congratulations. Correct. Mind you, this is from Adweek, though. Adweek. Mind you. I know. There are, I mean. Adweek wants to talk about the biggest, adver- I mean, you know, advertisers, and that's fine. I mean, I'm I'm kind of. I'm happy that In the Thick is on there. Diversity and Me inclusion. Me too. Podcast I know. I love the In the Thick. It's one of my favorites. So I was yep. very like, woohoo. In the Thick by Futuro Media Group and Acast is uh, Marina Maria Hinojosa and Julia Ricardo Varela, um, and it started because they wanted to see more diverse representation in covering the 2016 election. So I'm sure that this this podcast this year has been super hot. Oh my gosh, they are amazing. I love them. And they're all so on point. This is, I, I love that. You, y'all have to listen to that show because it's like, I think the editing is what makes it because you can still feel all the flavors. Like they're super, super flavorful. Delicious. They're delicious. And there's so much passion. Like, okay, 
so much passion on everything. So much. And music and all the things. But they're also very on point. Like you could hear that there's a lot of editing going on there where like they've hit a, a point, like they're covered a story and then it's like done. Like bing, right. on to the next thing. Like there's no, all right, let's see. Uh, what's next? <laughs> like there's none of that. <laughs> it's always like very like off. And they also, I feel there's a sense of whoever's editing the show to go like, okay, that point has been made. Move on to the next thing. Yeah. So it's it's very nice to hear that. So it's a fantastic show. And but really I don't recognize too many of the other ones, but I think one thing that was really good is that I didn't recognize a lot of the other ones. That's why I put this here. You all are welcome to look at this list. There are the majority of these actually I had not heard of. Yeah, I haven't either, but they do seem really compelling. They look very compelling. I mm-hmm. was very intrigued by almost every single one of them. Like, I love that Vice is on here. I love that there are some independent networks. They're big, but like, I love that they chose a, like Big Brains from the University of Chicago and a story about James Cameron. Like, the other thing is, like, have we decided as independent podcasters whether or not it counts as a podcast if it has a definitive beginning, middle, and end. Like if it's a show with 10 episodes and you take the readers through a story, is that actually a podcast or is it more like, yeah. you know, like a series that should be on Audible? If it has an RSS feed that you can download, then it's a podcast. Yeah, I think that debate- So in other words, I can just do a four-part podcast and call it a podcast, yeah. not just an audio project? Right. Yes, you can. If it's delivered via an RSS feed, it will be the podcast- like if you wanted to do a four-part audio series, okay, and then you wanted to create this four-part audio series and offer it as an audiobook, offer it or offer it as a podcast, offer it offer it out as that, downloadable independent one. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> okay. like you can have them all be what they are. Just you can call them differently, and then just have people download it and or consume it however you want. It's kind of what I do with. Um, the e-league the e-league has a series Does it have its of own podcast too uh, yeah it has its own podcast but i also have the, the pdf component to it and i also have like a folder with all of the downloadable mp3s right but yeah. by themselves so if you want to grab it that way you can do that it's just that i find the delivery mechanism of the podcast for audio form it's just easier it's sort of like Subscribe to my email newsletter to get my chap every chapter that I release every week. It's so much easier than everything else. I'm just annoyed because we're 10 episodes away from 300 episodes and yeah. this podcast won an award and it's 10 fucking episodes. Like, yeah, but it doesn't matter like that how took long you it is. Two dude. months and fuck you. I've been doing this for six years and so have, you know, Jim uh, Harold and whomever else. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think of him just because his show, he, he just has the, craziest coolest show and such dedicated followers but i mean like why should this be a podcast and that be a podcast i feel like that's not fair i don't think that that's the way to look at it jess these people are spending their like they are so much more mindful about the stuff that they're putting out there particularly if it's a series that they're putting out like that series that like 1619 that went out is a phenomenal piece of art 
But is it a podcast or yes, it it is a podcast? Absolutely, it was created as a podcast. It has an end for sure. Mm, But it has a pod. It is a. It's a thing like Doctor Death had an end. Now there's a second season. I guess there was another Doctor Death. Who knew? Time for listener feedback. Should it it be a podcast podcast if it's intended to end after like ten episodes, or am I? Am I splitting hairs? Yes. Or you are kind of, yeah. I do not agree with you in the least when this one. Right. <laughs> I mean, you have Dirty John, S Town, uh, Finding Richard Simmons. All those podcasts have like a, you know, there's a, there's a beginning and an end to them. All right. What I don't, what I think that we do as an industry have to make a decision about. Is making sure that or having a way of delineating, oh, this podcast is over. You know, a 10 episode season is fine or a 10 episode series. It would be cool. Yeah. If they can have that, it's over. Like the podcast is over. But what tends to happen with a lot of podcasters is that they try to do what you and I are doing, they Mm -hmm. try to have this ongoing relationship with their audience, continue to grow and do all the things. And then they pod fade longevity and shit you know and they're gone i don't think they all try to do it but i agree with you that would be cool is if in the directories it would say you know i mean what would we call that not podcasts with an end but like that's stupid but like podcasts with an end couldn't we call it like limited a limited edition or limited series or like what do they call it at the emmys when they win an Emmy for a show that, like, like yeah, true, yeah. like true uh, detective, is not yeah, meant yeah. to I, be forever. Totally, a short I forgot story. The name of that? I think it's what? limited series. What, John? A short story? Yeah, no. maybe. Yeah, may, I mean, depend on the story, though. It's not always a story. Yeah, no, I think limited. I think limited series. Is that what it is? Yeah, whatever. But whatever. Yes, Jessica. Apple, since you're listening, can you just make a limited series section so that I can be appeased for once on this show? Thanks. Yes, that would be fantastic. Because there's also times where, just in fact, we could possibly do something like this as well, is to do, you know, like the stuff that actually um, John Lee Dumas did, where he released his, um, you know, his um, His Podcasting 101 course as a podcast, and then it was over. Like, yeah. that's it. it Mark was like, Asquith does that too. Yeah. So they're like out there, but it's just that series and then it's over. And I find that to be incredibly valuable. And it's, again, limited in scope. But that, again, it's not a it's the, a living, breathing thing like the, that. what we're doing. We're, we are doing a very specific type of show. It's kind of like saying, I don't want, uh, you know, what is it? Kelly Ripa and who's the guy that Consuelos. she's with now? Mark Consuelos. Like no, she's with the, now. Her, her show, the morning show. Oh, Ryan show. fucking Seacrest. Okay, so Kelly and Ryan, right, have a morning show that's a daily morning show that they're doing. And what you're essentially doing is saying like, uh, Kelly's going like, hey, I've been doing this show now for 10, and then this shit Creek people come in and they do three seasons and then they buy, they get the Emmy? It, that's essentially what you're saying. It was six seasons. Well, whatever. But still, Kelly's been doing this for longer. It's two completely separate types of TV yeah, shows. Yeah, all right. Totally different. Yeah, all right. So, see? 
It's different. Okay, you're right. I just maybe I'm just feeling a little can't mini series. Thank you, Andrea Clunder. A mini, mini series. Se- yeah, mini series. For the series. love of That's all right. that is holy, I would have never thought of that without you. Thank you for saying that. Mini series. Yes, 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 yes. That yes. is why okay. we love our live. People. Thank God for the live people. Yeah. Okay. Well, I okay. think can that we move is on to something? Else? All we're going to talk about today, isn't it? Is it? Do we not have? Oh yeah, because. Because we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Wait. No, and no, no. Are the we talking host about that? podcast. No, I think that you should talk about that. Jessica oh, this. Uh, first of all, I, I need to ask you in all seriousness. That's the seventh time you've said Jessica Kupferman. And I just want to know what purpose is it serving for you? Are you trying to get my attention? Do you feel like I'm not paying attention is it because you're just enjoying how it rolls off the tongue? Cup for me. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> is it? Yeah. All right, Elsie Escobar. Because <laughs> it's unnerving a little bit. It's kind of like, honestly, when you say Jessica Cupferman, sometimes I feel like you think I'm not listening, and it's kind of like when my dad sends me a text and has a period. It's like, call me today, period. And I'm like, no, I know he's pissed. That's kind of how oh I feel. Oh my god, that was so funny. I just like <laughs> saying your name. It's so like, bah. Yeah, Jessica Kupferman. Bow. <laughs> Zane, kaboom. All right. Oh um, okay, 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 okay. Uh, where <sighs> is it? Okay, Host Red Podcast adds pack a brand recall punch. Oof, ouch. As a consequence of being the year COVID-19, 2020 has become the year of media consumption, especially during spring lockdown. Yet while massive consumption spikes we saw earlier this year have since dissipated, podcast engagement remains on track to post another record year, which is something all marketers should be tapped into. The engagement with podcasts is both a testament to the medium and proof that the medium is not reliant on the workaday commute to thrive. September 2020. (laughs) (laughs) 2020 from September research from eMarketer notes, 106 million Americans will be listening to podcasts by the end of the year, which represents annual growth of more than 16%, which by the way, is very, very rare. Normally it's about six or seven. What's more, the ad dollars have followed with the IAB forecasting US pod ad spend growth of just under 15%, pushing total spend to roughly $1 billion, not a million, a billion dollars. Hey, That's amazing. That's amazing. But mind you, I really love the infographics, particularly the infographic about brand lift metrics amongst host and non-host red podcast ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, more importantly here, like look at look at how much more of everything. Okay. So yeah. So let's look at that. Okay. So okay. there's some graphs. We're going to put the link in the show notes. But basically, they do what's called a brand lift studies, which are... They give you two things to listen to, let's say, like an ad that's not read by an host and and an ad that's read by a host. And they want to know which thing do you remember better? And they ask you questions like, what did the person say? Do you think you would buy it, et cetera? So the first graph is host read podcast ads drive strong brand recall. So if it's not read by the host, 62% remembered the brand. But if it is, 71%, which is not even the coolest graph here. The next one is... So here are the specific questions. Familiarity. 33% more people said yes. Affinity. Do you like the thing? Are you going to buy the thing? 67% more people said yes for host red. 
InfoSeek intent. Did you get the information we were trying to give you? 60% more people said yes for a host read ad. Did you intend to purchase this item? Half the people said yes. Over half the people said yes, as opposed to the non-host read ad. And would you recommend this product to someone else based on the ad? Again, over 50% of the people who heard the host read ad said yes, which is pretty amazing. Oh, it's not amazing. I have been saying this for five years. No one gives a crap about dynamic ad insertion. If you do a pre-produced ad, no one listens. No one cares. You may as well put it on the radio. It has to be host read. Well, I know, but hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put my foot in it. They did not specify whether or not it was dynamically inserted host read ad. It doesn't matter. Or if it was. That doesn't matter. Well, this is what you're saying. You're saying like like you were just pooping on dynamic insertion. You're right. But what I mean, okay, you're right. Because originally when I was pooping in in general, it was about the fact that like dynamic was created by either the advertiser or the show's producer. Like in the case of, say, Two Dope Girls, dynamic ad insertion for them meant some voiceover artist was like, you should buy HelloFresh instead of them talking about it. Now you can do a host read ad and put it in yourself in dynamic ad insertion. And you're right. I don't necessarily mean dynamic versus versus baked in. I mean, Mm -hmm. host read versus not. So you're right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't shit on dynamic because it really has nothing to do with that, but it does kind of because so like Drew Ackerman is a perfect example. He's been doing ads. He does sleep with me podcast and all of his, ads are at the front of the show they're all like within the first five to ten minutes and the reason why is because you know the whole purpose of the show is to put you to sleep so why would you have an ad at the end it's just stupid but when he has dynamic or when they're done over and over again the volume changes on his gain so like he'll be talking to you like this but first we're gonna have some ad and then it's like and then i got me undies and they were amazing it's still host red but like the volume changes in your ears and it shakes you up a little bit so i still don't think it's that brilliant of an idea not that drew is not brilliant because he is but like i'm just saying you can still tell when it's you know like clocked in there by an editor yeah yeah no i i I hear you i hear you when it comes to that all right, I'll get um, off my soapbox now. Thank but you. But alas, I mean, thank it you for is listening very nice. to my TED talk. The only problem with host red ads for me is they go on forever. Yes. In other words, you, they're paying you mind? for like a sixty-second ad, yeah. and three minutes later, they're still talking about. But you've it. been better, and and me too. I go on and on and on and on and on. I don't think. I, I mean, I try really hard not to go on and on I and do. on and on. I just try to get to the points that they have written out for me. So I'm trying to actually talk as fast as possible because I feel like the information is retained better if it's like, you can do this, then you can do this, and you can do this. There's a couple podcasts I listen to and they have ad reads. And when they go in there, it's it's at least four to five minutes of them talking about the product. Yeah, I have the same thing. Like, I really love the advertising. I learned so much from the ads. But lately... I don't want to listen to the ads because I'm really interested in the conversation. I don't want to be sold to like it's be- but that's because at this moment I'm done buying some of these things that they're selling. Like I don't want a new productivity tip. I don't want a new app. I don't want like hover, right? I don't want that. I already have it. I already heard you. I already heard about Squarespace. I already heard about hover. I already am a client. I don't want to hear you. Talk about these services now for like five minutes 
So it gets me a little crazy and then I have to go forward and like, I can't deal with this anymore. So I hear you, John. Absolutely. And I have a problem with that because sometimes I get really found, like wound up about our people. And, and when I care about them, I can't, I don't have a, an off button sometimes. I'm not sure how good that is though. I think it is good because it's what makes people sell the product is your enthusiasm for it. That's why those numbers are the way they are, because hopefully they've had some experience with the product and it makes it, you know, appealing to people who have never tried it before because you should, you should, and you do have a natural enthusiasm for what you're talking about. It makes perfect sense. We have as a listener, we have that skip 30 second button. I mean, yeah, if they want, but usually you can just slip it in so they don't. Look at what Andrea said, dude. Look at what Andrea said. So in the comments, y'all, Andrea says, I have a client who recorded one ad for a sponsor, and I actually edited four different versions that are shorter from that one red, and we cycle them through. <laughs> That's amazing. That's an it editor is. for you. John? Yeah, man. It I'm is. just kidding. <laughs> Watch it now. Watch it. There was times. There's times where I've... You know, I've worked with someone, I work with someone and they're doing the ad read and I'm like, holy mackerel, we're still talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) That's not fair. She's just excited. I'm not talking about this show. I'm not talking about this show. Although sometimes you ladies get a little chatty with your, your ads. The last two ads that you guys had for a couple clients, very, very chatty, but If you're sitting there and you're listening and you want to get to the conversation, you just, you know, you hear about it and you're like, okay, it's this ad again. You've already heard it because it's been on two other podcasts. So you just start banging through to get to the Wow, look how brave you are being the only man on a women's podcast calling us chatty. Chatty. He a did, little he's chatty. Not, he, he was not talking about our show. He's that saying. Wasn't, I'm talking in general, not just in you. In general. We're did you not chatty. see that? I even caught that. He was not talking about us. He's talking about all of them. I completely agree with John. <laughs> Most host red ads are holy crap long. You're very confrontational today, Jessica. Cufferman. I know. I really am. I'm sorry. Jess- <laughs> Jessica Cufferman. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Hey, Terry. So the um, microphone that I talked about in the last episode, we will be talking about that in uh, maybe again soon and maybe, I don't know, but now we're not going to talk about it right now. <laughs> we cool. already talked about it last week. Right on. It's a, it was a dynamic microphone. That's what you were um, requesting or asking us about the um, the new Shore microphone, which is awesome. Oh. All right. All right. All right. So I think that we're finished for today's episode. Um, We'll still receiving feedback from episodes, you know, 288, 289, and I'm sure there will be more because we are actually recording three days after it was released. So just the fact that we had that feedback, though, that was amazing. Number two, just in case you, you are wondering why we have not talked about the election or election results is because when we were recording it hasn't happened yet it hasn't happened so let's just pretend that the next time we record we can talk about it let's not talk about it now but that's why let's we just didn't say talk this john get the funeral march ready no that would be the only oh my god please i said we're not going to talk about it went, just be like dun dun no we're not going to do that dun, that's the oh star wars the, 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 isn't that Seriously? star wars oh yeah that's star wars. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> the funeral 
I mean, don't, it's you all don't the even same know, shit. like, and What's then the funeral march. Wait, how's that go? Dun, 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 dun. No, oh, that's, that's a wedding. That was sad. Wait, wait, wait. Does anyone know? <laughs> How does a funeral march go? I don't know, but da, it's time da, to da, go. Da, 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Can oh, you the imagine? video. Um, So Terry's like, the, not, that there was some video thing for the live feed. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I don't know what that was. What were we talking about? I can't remember, Terry. But we will. I'll look back to see what Sorry. the heck we were talking about. Oh, no, no. The one, the thing that we're supposed to try that Jess oh, will never... Oh, Riverside FM! That's we it. We have not tried it yet. Yeah, we're going to try it next time. Sure hopefully. we will. All right, yeah, Riverside FM, Terry. Riverside.fm. All right. If you guys want to talk about or look at any of the links that we mentioned today, please go to ShePodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcast. And please send us your feedback. Feedback at ShePodcast.com. Um, if you're interested in joining this super squad, and you should be, it is $37 at the moment, or you can do annually for $375, and you get QAs, and you get weekly office hours, and you get all the things. Go to ShePodcast.com forward slash squad. And thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Dun, 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 Is that it? Nope, that's also Star Wars. No, no. no it's not. That's not Star Is it? Wars. That's not Star Wars. Is it a funeral, though, for real?